to start, press any key. Where's the any key? And we're back! If you weren't here last week, this is basically what you missed. Go yeah. fuck yourself. What I want to do is sit down and talk. This is tough. Shut up! That's when they shot him with a shotgun. We're going to have to fucking archive that one. All right, all right. My voice cracked. I did karaoke last night. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, listening to the Shot Comics on the radio. No, I don't like that one either. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah! What's up, everybody? You're listening to the Shock Comics Radio Hour. That they are. Uh, this is Jimmy and Adam, the remaining. Hiya! Otherwise known as the remaining. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're a little, we're a little more uh, prepared this week than we were last week. That's as, what you say. As everybody knows, last week we uh, we lost one of the members of the Shock Comics Radio team. Yeah, a little sad. But uh, we will move on. And we're going to make up for it this week with a, with a huge, huge guest, yeah, I think. I think we have a great show planned this week. I really do. I don't want to toot my own horn. But, you know, uh, you just jinxed it. The show's going to suck now. Well, so be it. <laughs> so be it. Well, I'm, listen, it's something I'm really curious about. First of all, we had a phone call before the show even started. Yeah. And we're going to answer this phone call right now, I think. You want I'm curious. as to, This person called them before the show even was on. I don't know how they got on here. <laughs> so uh, they right. must have something really important to say. 7738, you're on the air. Seven seven three eight. Seven seven three eight. Oh yeah, that's the end of my phone number. Yeah, this, yeah. <laughs> oh, look, wait a minute, that's all right. <laughs> no, it, no it, it's Georgia with Blog Talk Radio. Oh, hey, Georgia, oh, hey. how you doing? Hey, that's that's why I called in early. I'm not at home, so I have to listen to you over the phone. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh so, you, so you're going to be with us the, the whole day. Yeah. Nice. Oh, all right. Yeah, all right. So see the dedication that we have? Well, you want our fans to kick ass. She's listening remotely. <laughs> She's listening to the mobile version. All right. So that's, that's fine. That's dedication. That's awesome. This is the first time I've ever gotten to hear the intro of your show. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? It's, I like it. There you go. <laughs> there you have it. The jury has spoken. Everybody usually comes in like mid to like three quarters into the show. Yeah, no, that's even if they get come in at all. <laughs> People are a little, uh, I, I guess, uh, hesitant to call in our show. I don't know why. Yeah. Maybe we put off an unfriendly vibe. And you know what it is, too? It's, it's, it's kind of hard to catch the beginning of, of the show on Blog Talk. It's, I mean... You know, the, the programming is like you're usually coming in like, you know, five minutes into the show. Yeah. You know, because you've got to click the listen now button and all that stuff. But Yeah. yeah get moving right along. This is also the first, the first night of our new time. That's right. It's uh, the big news after big news after big news That's here right. at Shock Comics Radio. I uh, totally forgot about that. Yeah, this is, we're, we're moving we're to a new time slot. Now we're at 9 to 10 as opposed to uh, 3 to 4 Eastern. Yes, I think it's going to be a better time for us. I hope so. What do you th- What do you think, Georgia? I think it'll work. See, she thinks it'll work. <laughs> I, I believe it'll work. It. What's that? I mean, especially on the weekend, nobody's home during the day. That's that's the problem. That's what, that's what we would think. We think a lot of people were out doing their little Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon business, and sure. then even the people that were home were doing the early Sunday dinner type of thing. Right. So we thought, you know what? Maybe it's best we take this show on to you know the evening time. I think you not. Know, and with spring and summer coming up, you know, people are going to be going out, you know, doing their gardening, mm-hmm. doing their, you know, outdoor family stuff. That's true, because most of our listeners usually gardening. Enjoying, <laughs> enjoying the snacks. <laughs> hey, you'd be surprised. Maybe not tomatoes, but they're gardening something, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't be surprised if a bunch of our fans grow their own pot. <laughs> hey! 
just saying weather-related things. Right. I, I agree, I agree 100%. <laughs> But are you nervous? We're going to go heads up with The Sopranos uh, come April. Uh, screw The Sopranos. That show hasn't been good for like four seasons. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Michael Bell has one of the guys from The Sopranos co-hosting with him. What's, what's that? Uh oh. <laughs> Michael Bell? Uh -huh. Yeah, he has one he of the guys one, in the Sopranos. He has one of the Sopranos on. Oh, uh, where'd he go? You just started a war. I didn't start a war. No, listen, listen. <laughs> no, I'll be perfectly honest, because I really could care less whether you're famous or not. You think if I say something about you, whatever. It's, I just, I don't, I don't think the show has been good for a while. Yeah. I thought it was great when it first started. I was really into it. I just, yeah. Kind of fell off, you think? A while. Yeah, a while ago. Not even like just recently, a while ago. Well, I don't think the show is not relevant anymore. I don't think it's stuck to its guns. I think a lot of people are going to be watching to see if they kill Tony this year. I think year. the show is infamous for starting up storylines and not finishing them. Yeah! They always like start something and you get really curious and into it. Like, oh, I can't wait to see what's going to happen with this. And then it's like completely forgot about. Like, it's like they, it's not even ever mentioned again whatsoever. The next show, the next week, takes place months after the other show. Right. Apparently nothing happened from what was going on and the world is just a happy place again. They have very, very, uh, like, uh, very big cock tease like storylines. They, they, <laughs> they, they have AD, ADD. <laughs> they really sure. do. <laughs> uh, well, we got a lot planned for the show today, yeah. everybody. Uh, just in case you haven't seen all the bulletins we put out or the Blog Talk Radio uh, homepage and everything, we got the, the hardcore legend. That's right. Mick Foley, a.k.a. Cactus Jack, a.k.a. Dude Love, right. a.k.a. Mankind, coming on to the show to discuss his new book, The Hardcore Diaries. Um, and we'll get to a bunch of other stuff besides that. That's right. Uh, Adam, didn't you say you had something uh, pretty interesting to, to say to everybody today? A little story, a little tidbit of information, or did you decide not to go on with it? I think you, uh, I think you just uh, put no. me on the spot here. But uh, I don't know. I, my weekend was pretty interesting, if that's what you're talking about. Yeah, well, you said something. You said you wanted to tell a story. I didn't know it. Yeah, no, yeah. Went to Atlantic City this weekend. Uh, yeah. I don't know that going out that's like. I don't know what that's like. Poor people don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Went to Atlantic City. For, uh, for those of you who don't know what Atlantic City is, it's, I guess, uh, it's our equivalent of Vegas. <laughs> It's not even close. It's not even close, but it's uh, like, you know. If you were to put a slot sign in a pile of shit, that's what, it, <laughs> that's what, that's what it's like comparative to is compared to Vegas. <laughs> also, it's where we, those in the New York metropolitan area can go to gamble. Take the shittiest, oldest casino in Las Vegas. You know, almost the equivalent. Did you ever see um, Vegas Vacation with Chevy Chase? And he goes to the place and they're playing like rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> or like the coin toss. <laughs> It's like, take that and stretch it out over a seven or eight block radius, and that's Atlantic City. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty sad. So I'm sitting there, and I'm playing cards. And I sat there for, no joke, Jimmy, I must have sat there for like four hours. I couldn't get a good hand. Because oh. goldfish is really hard to play. I was playing poker, you ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, I couldn't get a single goddamn card. I sat there for literally three hours in the Borgata. I couldn't get a goddamn car. That's why you didn't win. You went to the only nice hotel in Atlantic City, so they like to take your money to keep it nice. What are you talking about? I was playing Texas Hold'em. Okay. I was playing Texas Hold'em. You know. you know what I find myself? The nicer the hotel, the less my chances of winning. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. Is that what you think? I, no, that's not what I think. It's what I know. That's like the facts for my life. That's, that's the facts. It's not even like I'm just making a joke. It's the God's honest truth. Yeah, yeah. The nicer casino I'm in, the more money I lose. And the shittier casino in, I walk out. Last time I went to the Borgata, I lost like, I don't know, I think it was like 850 bucks or something like that. And then I was like, How are you playing? What do you play? I play a whole bunch of shit. I play like Let It Ride. I play, um, 
I play uh, like Caribbean stud, three card polka, stuff like that. Three card polka. Them and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, you know, I just yeah. The, the nicer the hotel, the more money I lose. If I go to a, a crap hole, then I make uh, I, I walk out, you know, a little happier. All right. A little bit of bigger pockets. All right. Well, on with the show. Um, I believe that we have uh, Mick on the phone already to go. That's right. I think we got the hardcore legend on the phone right now. Is that Mick? Uh, true. Uh, can you guys hear me? We can hear you. We can hear you just fine, Mick. And thank you for so much for calling in once oh, yeah, again. Definitely. Thank you. You, you. you are our only guest ever since we had the show. That's right. It's a pretty new show. Wait, wait. The only guest, uh, you know, I was told by my, you know, our, our mutual friend with the Nets that this was like a major show. <laughs> it, is, it is a major show, but it's a major show for slackers and procrastinators. I'm telling you, they, they, they don't have no, they don't have no drive. They have no passion. Our live listeners, they call us halfway in the, during the week to ask us questions about the Sunday show. Oh, <laughs> like, well, why didn't you call on Sunday? Oh well. <laughs> I I'll tell you one, one of my big challenges, you know, is that I've got this book that just came out, uh, you know, five five or so days ago. Yeah. And, uh, you know, on one hand, you want to promote it, but I know what it's like to have a book that I talk so much about. Oh, Mick, are you kidding me? We love to hear about it. Any, anything you have to say, you're the boss. No, what I'm saying is I've had books that came out, and I did so many radio interviews that by the time I was done promoting them, like, I couldn't even stand to look at my own book anymore. <laughs> So I, I've kind of told that WWE, like, no, don't, don't, don't make me do all like the wrestling talk shows, you know. Right, like, right. I just can't, I just can't take a, uh, the same questions over and over. But you guys are lucky. This is the first week, and uh, like, I'm still excited about the book. You know, I just did a book signing in uh, Hagerstown, Maryland, and uh, you know, man, it's, it seems like people are really excited about it, and there, you know, were far more people than I imagined, and uh, you know, things are good for now. Well, you you have become an extremely successful author. I mean, uh, some. I, did you ever imagine that that you would be like a, you know a multiple time best selling author? Well, no, I never. You know, I never did in '99 when I wrote "Have a Nice Day." You know, the logic, the feeling was, ah, wrestling fans aren't going to read a book, and I guess a lot of people's uh, wrestling fans can't read a book, and uh, <laughs> we can uh, we shock the world. Well, know. wrestlers could write a book for that matter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, always, it always bothered me. Like, uh, you know, I saw a story. I can't. I think it was in U.S. News and World Report about. Uh, WWE, and it always bothered me. The lady was taking shots at WWE, and then she said, and uh, WWE has also put out two autobiographies, and she put the little quotation marks around them, like, mm -hmm. to, you know, to insinuate that, you know, they weren't actually written by the guys. Now, in The Rock's case, that's true, you know, in most of the cases, it was true, but uh, it bothered me that she wasn't willing to do the research to find out that, hey, uh, one of these guys actually not only writes his own stuff, but does it by hand. Right. Yeah, that's what I, I actually just, I was doing a little bit of research over the past couple of weeks, and I came across that your first book, I believe it was, you had written uh, 800 pages in longhand yourself. <laughs> yeah, it was like a 760, and this was, new one's not nearly, as not quite as long. It's about 600 pieces of uh, a notebook paper. Yeah. Uh, but that, you know, that's the way I feel comfortable doing it. And, uh, you know, there are times when I you know, realize it would probably be easier to do it, uh, you know, with a keypad. But, you know, that's my style, and I'm, I'm going to stick to it. Well, that's, apparently it's doing you very well. <laughs> Please, by any means, you know. Oh, well, well, you know what? I, kinda, I guess I got spoiled because the first four books I wrote, including uh, two kids' books, were all bestsellers. The two, yeah. The two, oh, thanks, yeah, thanks, I'm going to send your husband a book, okay? <laughs> no, I'm at uh, Walter Reed, uh, uh, the Army Medical Hospital, and oh. her husband is a big wrestling fan who was uh, injured in the 
war, and uh, he's uh, he'd read the first book, so uh, I figured the least I could do is send him another one. Yeah. But uh, you know, here's it's, this kind of is a nice segue from what I was talking yeah, about. sure. I was just about to say that. Uh, you know, I, I thought, man, everything I write is going to be a big success. And then I wrote two novels and found out, okay, maybe people aren't dying. Like, to, uh, to, hi there. I'm on a very important radio show. I'll tell you like five minutes. We're okay. <laughs> <laughs> a very important radio show. <laughs> he doesn't need another truth, right? <laughs> <laughs> you made us feel a little bit better. <laughs> but uh, what I'm saying is... Uh, uh, I, like all of a sudden, I realized, oh, I guess it is a big deal when people come out and make your book a, a, a bestseller. And the proof I got of that is when I went. Uh, this is about three years ago, my first uh, novel, or four years, three and a half years ago, my first novel had come out. And I went to BWI Airport, and I was uh, seeing some of the soldiers off after their uh, two weeks of nice. rest and relaxation. So yeah. this could be like one of the worst days of their life. They've got, they've been home for two weeks. Now they're going back to to Iraq, and and man, you know, they they they're looking for anything, you know, to cheer them up. And so I brought three cases of books with me. I brought my first autobiography, Have a Nice Day. Mm -hmm. I bought my uh, children's Christmas book, and I brought my novel, which was called Tatum Brown. And when I left that airport, I mean, I didn't have a single uh, wrestling book left. I didn't have mm -hmm. a single children's book left, and I still had all but three of the novels. Like. I couldn't even give these books away to people who were going on a 17-hour plane trip, you know, and I realized, <laughs> you know, they, these people may love me, but that doesn't mean they're going to, you know, line up to read a story that I, I made up. So, right, right, right. <laughs> you know, they want to hear real stories about WWE, not, you know, stories that I, I made up. Right, yeah. right, right. Well, I mean, you, you, I mean, you wrote storylines for the WWE, you know, so... I, no, I, I mean, I came up with ideas. I was never what you would call a writer, you know. I just thought I had interesting ideas, and once in a while they'd take them, and usually they wouldn't. Is the, is the WWE, like, are they the type of organization that always looks to the superstar to help with their storyline, or is it a lot of times, you know, you guys are just, like, left in the dust, and, you know, you pretty much got to do what the boss tells you? Well, you know what I've heard. Uh, you know, the, the the current show has been really good for the last uh, Raw and SmackDown, and uh, I think ECW's coming along as well. But let's just say Raw and SmackDown for mm -hmm. now have been really good the last few months. And I'm told it's because the you know the, the 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 wrestlers are getting more input and they're doing things that feel like real and true to the character. And, right. You know, it's hard to come up. You know, to, to do four hours of TV. You know, essentially it's live. I mean, Raw is live and SmackDown it's taped, but it's done live to tape, so it might as well be live. Right. To do four hours of TV and come up with idea after idea, I mean, right. essentially, you have to keep coming up with reasons for guys to get in that ring and, and fight each other. Yeah, right? instead of the and same old, like, uh, storyline over and, and over. Yeah, and, and I mean, you know, I mean, you know, you range from, uh, you know, Kurt Angle accidentally spilled paint on the Undertaker's Harley, you know, that's, <laughs> right, right. I mean, there's all kinds of reasons, and not every one of them is going to be good, but, uh, you know, I mean, I've met some, you know, so many people who are, are thrilled with the show that even when it stinks, you know, it's still pretty good. I guess it's kind of like pizza and sex in that way. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've used that on the, on the air. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's still pretty good. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I think we actually got a call for you, Mick. Would you mind taking a call real quick? Sure. Yeah, but hey, why don't you guys get in the name of the book in case anybody's right. uh, The name of the book is, is The Hardcore Diaries, and it's by multi-time best-selling author Mick Foley, who we have on the phone right now, The Hardcore Legend. All right. uh, make sure you guys pick it up. 
We actually put it better myself. (laughs) Thank you. you. We actually put a couple links up too on our pages and on the show's homepage and stuff that people could click directly on that link and purchase the book. Right from Amazon. It it, it doesn't get any easier than that, guys. For our lazy fans who don't want to pick up the phone or do anything except sit and listen, (laughs) all you have to do is move the mouse over the picture and click it. That's it. And then maybe type in a couple credit card numbers, and that's about it. So. All right. right. Well, thank you. Well, hang on a second. Thank Uh, you, Nick, and we'll get this caller on. Nine three four eight. You're on the air with Mick Foley. Okay, or not? (laughs) Are you there? Nine three four eight. It's okay to speak. I guess he got nervous. Please. No, he doesn't know what to say. Okay. We, we left him speechless. <laughs> they're, they're shy. They're a little shy. Yeah, a little. <laughs> well, and then when they do call and they don't talk. <laughs> oh, we got another call. We got another call. Hang on, Mick. All right. Are you sure I'm not, I'm like, punked and you guys are just... <laughs> yeah. We're, we're doing this as an excuse just to talk to you. <laughs> He's on to us. Quick, hang up the phone. He's on the radio. you're on the air with Mick Foley. Yeah, I got a question for uh, Mr. Foley, please. Go ahead. Okay. He, he hears you. Um, I'm not what you would consider to be a, a big wrestling fan, but I happened upon a documentary you were in several years ago, uh, years ago called Beyond the Mat. Yes, yes. And I wanted to know because I, I kind of, being the curious, okay, I'm just really a nosy bitch, but the <laughs> truth is, at the end of the documentary, when you kind of yeah. left and, and McMahon did your Raw on the, on the last, uh, last match that they, you know, aired in the documentary there. Well, no, that wasn't his. That wasn't his fault. But I, I know what you're talking about. Right, and I was just curious. I mean, did you? Did yeah, obviously you didn't sever ties with him over that situation. But for somebody who doesn't understand the 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 wrestling, I mean, what what impact did that have on your career as you were going out? Uh, you know that uh, you're talking about the, the the match with The Rock, where uh, you know uh, he things got a little carried away, and my kids were crying in the front row. Was, right. Yeah. I think it yeah. a couple of stitches you know, too in that match. I, I, I got yeah I got I did get you know six or seven or eight stitches uh, and my kids were trauma <laughs> traumatized but uh, you know they seemed to have uh, adapted okay actually that wasn't a stressful point for me and Vince what was stressful I mean maybe this is what you're talking about is that Vince didn't like the movie and and I and I did I mean I liked it I mean in, in a sense it was terrible that my worst moment as a dad was on film. But I thought it was a good movie, and that caused some strain. But yeah. that actual match between me and The Rock didn't cause any strain with me and Vince. You know, the new book, uh, I'm not just saying it's to plug the book, even though its name is The Hardcore Diaries, and it's available in bookstores <laughs> everywhere. But uh, that's the I famous doc- pop. That's the cheap pop. I do document a lot of the problems I had with Vince, and as it turned out, uh, you know, we had a you know really rocky road during the writing of the the Hardcore Diaries. But you know, he's actually, uh, I mean, I hate to say it, but I, I do, I like him and I have a lot of respect for him. But, uh, you know, he is wrong from time to time. And uh, he happened to be wrong while I was writing the book. But mm-hmm. thank you. You know, it's always interesting to hear from someone who's, who's not a wrestling fan. And I, I, I have heard from a lot of people who would say the same thing. I'm not a big wrestling fan, but they happen to see the movie. I think it was on Stars on uh, Pay Channel. And, and I'll tell you, you know, even though I've seen it several times, when it came on, it, it's pretty hard to turn off. It really is. It's such a, it's such it, a great it documentary. And, and the thing that got to me was with my brother, when I was a teenager, was into wrestling. And one of the big stars that I remembered was Jake the Snake Roberts. And oh, yeah. him addicted to crack was just, yeah. it was heart-wrenching. You know, it was just like, wow, you know, all those years of hard work. 
Oh, sorry. You, gotta, well, you know what? I'm going to – this is a, a – I, I really appreciate that, but uh, a couple guys just came in, uh, Josh and Luke, who are buddies of mine, and uh, and uh, Luke uh, had a tough time over in Iraq. And Ooh. i got to tell you, I don't mean to say that you guys are a downer, but uh, last night I had I had him and his brother talking live with Christy Canyon, and now they're, now they're on your rinky-dink little show. So, uh <laughs> <laughs> Rinky Dink. Well, I'm gonna, wait, I'm gonna put, can I put you out with one of the guys? Sure, okay? put him on. And i got to tell you, uh, I, I, well, I, I talked to Miss Canyon, whose work some of you may be familiar with, and I said, man, you know, it was really cool because there was this one young man, uh, and it was his birthday. It was his first night out of the hospital. He'd been an inpatient. And, uh, and even though he was talking to, you know, a former adult film star, his mom just kept taking pictures of him while he was – talking on the phone because she's a really delightful person and uh you know really made his day but i'm going to put you on the phone with josh who can tell you a little bit about that do you want to talk about this you're going to be our new booking manager man. <laughs> <laughs> if you have any extra time you want to have you know <laughs> work on the show we got a spot <laughs> yeah. our, phones, our phones are blowing up because of you mick by the way just to let you know everybody's interested in the book i guess what happened over there? Is anybody else? <laughs> are we talking to ourselves? I don't know. What are you guys talking about? Uh, actually, we had a few questions for you, too, Mick. Oh, uh, hold on a second. Sure, sure. Well, All right, guys, don't forget the book is The Hardcover, hardcover Diaries, Diaries by Mick Foley. It's in bookstores everywhere. It's a hardcover book. It actually looks like a uh, like a old-school... Uh, like a marble notebook. Like a marble with a notebook. Polaroid picture taped onto it. You know, it's, a, it's an excellent read. It's a, it's a very easy read, you know, for you guys that don't really... Uh, you know, read that much. It, it's it's perfect. I mean, it, it really is a great book. It really explains a lot. Lets you know Mick's mindset about you know a lot of things, and uh, it's available everywhere. And for all you lazy bastards, go uh, <laughs> go go click on our, our our link on our page, and it'll take you right to being able to purchase the book. That's right. Hey guys, am I done? <laughs> we got, we got, how about we take? We how about we take one more question? Yeah, we got uh, one more question, and then, and then from from the fans, and then we'll we'll let you go, Mick. All right, we're gonna take one more question. All right, we have seven one two two. This is the Black Sean Penn. Hey, what's up, Black what's going Sean? On? How's How everybody doing? doing tonight? We're doing good. You're on the air with Mick Foley. You got any questions? Yes, I do. I just have one. All right, go ahead. What was the premise, or how much did they have to offer you to be like, all right, I'll take a chair to the face? <laughs> uh, well, I've taken so many uh, that I'm not sure which example you're talking about. <laughs> well, you you are like the prima donna of the chair to the face. You know that, right? Like, nobody does it like you. I don't think prima donna is the word. Well, I don't think so. <laughs> and I think you should take his suggestion because he is an author. I know. I know there's a compliment in there somewhere. But listen, I'm going to tell you something, all right? Go ahead. I, I don't. I know you are, you're the black Sean Penn. The black Sean Penn. Yeah, yeah, he is indeed. Uh, this may seem like a little bit of a jump, but when I was at the Nets game, I was uh, I was uh, invited. Uh, you know, I did a little something with uh, Sly Fox. The, That's uh, right. The That's Nets right. Guy, Sly right? Fox is our mutual friend. Exactly. And during <laughs> the halftime, I got invited into. I didn't know it was the owner's. You know, suite. It was not as sweet as when you look at the game, but it's mm -hmm. kind of where the owner hangs out during halftime. Mm -hmm. And I, I walked into the room, and I was with my 15-year-old son. I was like, Dewey, I, I think that's uh, Jay-Z and uh, Beyonce in yeah. the back. And so I, I said hello to them as they were walking out. And, and Jay-Z's got to be the only rapper in the world who doesn't watch WWE. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, 
Now, don't get me wrong. He was he was nice, and Beyonce was really nice. It wasn't so like she was a fan, but uh-huh. I only talked to her a minute, but she was really nice and unbelievably beautiful. Yeah. But I was like, hey, what kind of street credibility can Jay-Z have if he doesn't watch WWE? It's <laughs> <laughs> very true. Nick, I was wondering if I could just ask you one thing real quick before we let okay. you go, because this I actually found really interesting. Um, okay. I, I never knew before, but in 1998, you were actually a candidate to be one of Time's Men of the Year. Yeah, you know, uh, this was the online man of the year, which isn't the same thing as, uh, you know, the magazine voting. Uh, and, I, and I won. And the problem was I won in such a landslide and there, that there were two stories that went around. One was that they thought, okay, there's no way that anyone could have gotten that many votes, especially since I was a write-in candidate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the second story I heard is I was disqualified because they said I hadn't really done anything, you know, to affect the world, which is kind of biased because if they're going to include, you know, uh, you know, entertainers like singers and actors, and certainly they should, you know, the wrestlers should be eligible as well. But I did win, and it, well, I was disqualified by time. Wow. See, yeah. I, 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 I didn't know, reading that, I was like, I, was like, no, I, don't, I don't believe this. This can't be true. I had no idea that they would really, uh, you know, make it so blatantly to go against what the people had decided as to who the man of the year was in 98. I think we're going to make Mick Foley our uh, Shock Comics man of the year. <laughs> <laughs> if, that, if that even means anything to, to, to you, Mick. quite an honor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, i got to go phone him all choked up now. Uh, right all right, thanks so much, Mick Foley, for right. coming on. Once again, guys, everybody, Mick Foley, The Hardcore Diaries, it is in stores now. You could go to our page and click on the link. Mick, thank you so much for, all for right, coming on the show. All right, thank you. Thanks a lot, Mick. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, there you go. And that's our first big guest ever. That's all we have for today, folks. Bye. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, let's take phone calls from the people who are still on the line. I guess we got uh, seven. This is Georgia. You check, this is, we're back on Georgia. Oh. Remember, she's listening over the phone. Hey, Georgia, what did you think of our interview? I think it was cool. <laughs> you, you guys need to keep that, that clip where he said that he's on an important radio show and put that into your, your um, show um, intro. There you go. She's right. I think she's lying. <laughs> 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 Just kidding. <laughs> All right, who else we got? Oh, the Black Sean Penn's back on the phone. He got disconnected. Yeah. What's up, Black Sean Penn? What's going on? I just wanted to ask him, like, how he felt like that everybody now is, like, an extreme wrestler. And he was like the pioneer of it. You know, we actually had a lot. Yeah. We actually had a lot of questions for 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 Mick that we couldn't ask him. Hopefully, we'll be you know we'll be able to get him on the show. You you think yeah. you think of these questions now? You asked him the most weak question you could possibly ask him. <laughs> what, Joe, what, is, Joe. what were you thinking? With the wrong, with the wrong words, by the way. No, <laughs> let me just tell you, bud and questions it. do not mix. I'll tell you that right now. What is a mix? Bud and questions. <laughs> So you're blaming it on the booze. I am. I am. I'm blaming the booze. Touche, Sean Penn. (laughs) Touche. Yeah, because I I swear to God, I had like three really good questions, and as soon as it came down to it, I was just like, uh, yeah, yeah, I got a booze. I'm just going to say random word, mixer. (laughs) (laughs) How? Three Madonna. I was going to go with Jenga, but I was like, ah, that's been used. I just, I just want to know what it's like to take a chair to the face <laughs> and how much they have to tell you. That's his job. <laughs> Apparently a lot. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. All right, man. I'll, I'll talk to you later, man. I got to go finish something. Yeah, yeah I bet you do. <laughs> He's probably going to call back over out the next segment. <laughs> He's talking about Bud. 
Wait, what kind of bud was he talking? Was it about smoking bud or was it drinking bud? Drinking bud. Oh. I said alcohol. He said yeah. Unless he was so fucked up he didn't know what I was talking about. Either way. Yeah, I think that was cool. That was great. That was great. I don't know. It's you think stuff. we sounded like idiots? <laughs> Sean Penn didn't help us out. Yeah, right. <laughs> He's like, wow, um, so this is your show. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to put other people on the phone. Got to go now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang on. You want to talk to my friend? Yeah. <laughs> No, but no, but on a serious note, we thank you know Mick for oh, taking the time out. He, he, he's busy. He's an important person, and he decided to come on our show. And Mick Foley is definitely, I think, our uh, 2007 Shot Comics Man of the Year. Yeah, we definitely. have a, we have a Shot Comics Man of the Year. Yeah, we do. What happens if somebody bigger comes on? <laughs> and they're nicer. Maybe he gets bumped. And their book's an extra 100 pages. <laughs> no, I'm just lying. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just lying. I'm just lying. All right, well, moving, moving right along. Yeah. Um, this shit is hysterical. Oh. I'm sorry. Everybody has moving heard about this. We're moving on to the news now? Yeah. The, uh, the well, news not necessarily the news. This is just, I mean, what, do we do? what would you say we do here? Just pick shit that's funny out that happens over the course of a week and emphasize on it. Come to about current events. Okay. Um, we, I think this is fucking hysterical. I think everybody else thinks it's going to be funny, too. I don't know if everybody knows, but there's a video that came out. These two guys got arrested uh, for having their uh, two-year-old and five-year-old smoke pot. And they caught it. Right. And they caught it on video. Um, <laughs> they caught it on video. They videotaped they video it. They set it up. Uh, <laughs> it was uh, done. It began unfolding February 22nd when uh, Fort Worth Police Department uh, executed a search warrant to look for stolen goods in the apartment of a 17-year-old named Demetrius McCoy, an unemployed uncle of these two children, and an 18-year-old uh, Van Swan Pulte. Uh, the police went in there to check for these stolen goods, and they found uh, camera equipment. Mm. And with the camera equipment, they found a bunch of different uh, tapes. And on the tapes, they have these two guys making the uh, two-year-old and five-year-old uh, nephew smoke weed. Over the line! <laughs> and you want to know what the explanations that these guys gave to it? <laughs> they were going to do it anyway, right? <laughs> no! No! I smoke pot. And that's I when they shot him with a shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's when he took a shotgun. <laughs> Take that shit. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, yeah, other than the fact that it is wrong, it is pretty fucking funny. It's like retarded children. It's wrong, but you kind of giggle at it sometimes. I'm not sure if any of these people saw this video, but I saw it. Jimmy let me know about this before. Before, yeah. And I saw the video. It's amazing. These guys, it's like, yo, you know what I was amazed by? How professionally the two-year-old hit the board. That's what I was saying. He grabbed that shit perfectly. It didn't call for nothing. He no. iron lunged it. He iron lunged that shit. He didn't even get the slightest... They didn't call if he didn't know. And it's funny, man, funny, too. There's two guys, they're, they're sitting there pointing at the kids going, <laughs> they're stumbling around and falling. <laughs> <laughs> How about I give you guys five dollars a piece? We go go to the candy shop. <laughs> you guys got to check this out on YouTube because it really is. I mean, the situation itself is fucked up. See, but that's what's wrong with the world today. I think that, that yes, the situation may be fucked up. It may be, you know, things may be extremely wrong. And, and everything, but that doesn't mean you can't laugh at them. <laughs> I, I'm not condoning the two, this two-year-old and five-year-old getting, you know, basically given pot by their, by their you know, their, their 17 and 18-year-old two, you know, these kids that aren't even 20 yet. <laughs> Wait, how old was the uncle? Uncle was 25. 17 and 18. Oh, Jesus. The 17-year-old and 18-year-old, I guess, no. I don't even know if at that point you call them men at 17 and 18 years old. No, not for nothing. At 17 and 18 years old, do you think that's funny? 
You know what I mean? And do you think that's like, you know what I mean? You're not, are you yeah, I'm 25, I'm laughing at it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying, like, so, like, is this, like, such a big deal? I mean, are we, is this, like, a bigger news story than it really is? You know what it is? It's, it's, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's you know, it's silly. At 17, because <laughs> at 17 and 18 years old, you're doing some stupid shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I hate to tell you what I was doing at 17 and 18. I got my dog high. <laughs> yeah, see, exactly. <laughs> now, is that, is that more cruel than getting a two-year-old high as a human that probably has a little bit more talent than a little puppy? No. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think it is as cruel. <laughs> giving a dog. Wait a second. Dude, are you serious? What? Is it more cruel to get your dog? You're comparing a dog to two young children? Well, what I'm saying is a dog probably ha- doesn't have as much tolerance as a, a, a two-year-old or a human two-year-old. A body is bigger. That's experimental. I can't think yeah. I don't even know what to say to that. We're going to have to expect our dog's tolerance is probably lower. <laughs> Just because his tolerance is lower? We have TA in studio, a.k.a. my apartment. The <laughs> 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 improved studio. The new and unimproved studio. TA says we, we should, uh, we should uh, do an experiment. <laughs> we'll get a two-year-old. If anybody wants to, uh, you know, nominate their two-year-old and give us a puppy. <laughs> yeah, I thought. <laughs> now his dog's old. You can give it a pot and stuff. It might actually end up helping it out with like cataracts or something. My dog's a stoner without the weed. I was getting my ten-year-old Nobody could hear you. <laughs> <laughs> He's talking to us. <laughs> and, and you know what's the worst part about is we're doing the show and we're being completely silent, listening. For I, know, you know, <laughs> I know. I know. I'm on the other end of the, uh, of the computer, listening. Like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Dude, they're not even talking. First, they give a weak interview. <laughs> I think the interview was good. I know. I just like to poke fun at us. <laughs> I think it was good. I like to poke fun at everybody. Tommy's giving us two thumbs Tommy's up. Tommy's giving us two thumbs up. <laughs> two thumbs up. I think it was good. All right, let's move on to the next news story well, that we have That's here. enough with little kids in pot? Yeah, I think this is... I guess that wasn't as funny as we thought it was going to be, huh? <laughs> I guess not. On to 101-year-old ladies getting pummeled. For, the, for their money. Yeah, <laughs> and the peanut gallery speaks again. <laughs> now, now, moving on, on, you probably guys also heard about this, too. They got the surveillance video of the hundred, uh, this lady. She was mugged. Uh, they don't know who did it. The guy's still uh, uh, at large. There's a 101-year-old woman, and she got mugged and beat for $33. Well, $33. I would have beat an old 101 Listen to the opening of this article. I think, I think, I think the opening to this article is great. For a moment, the man in the grainy video looks like a good Samaritan holding the door open for an elderly neighbor. Then he turns and delivers three sharp punches to the 101-year-old woman's face. <laughs> if that doesn't grab your attention and you, make you read the rest of the article, then I honestly I don't know what will. When somebody have to jump out of the newspaper and kick you in the nuts to read after that? Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> oh <yeah>. Indeed. <laughs> yeah, but no, this guy, this guy, uh, he. Oh, yo! If you watch the video on, on the YouTube, video, I, I forgot. I forgot all about. It. He, this old lady, yo, I give her credit. She, she took three shots to the face. You see her head and her whole body rock back. She doesn't hit the floor. She doesn't hit the floor. She doesn't throw a hand up to block or nothing. She took those three shots in the face like a fucking champ. Her knees didn't even buckle. She, she didn't. It was like the guy was punching a brick wall. So I give this lady, and she was on a walker, too. You would think if you hit an old lady hard on a walker that she'd go down. If I had a walker to hold me up, I'd be all right, too, I think. I'd no. Take no. a few shots from Tyson. Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. She didn't fall over until the guy grabbed her and, like, threw her down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. He, he had to throw her down. And That's got to make you feel like a big pussy. For real, right? <laughs> How 
big of a bitch are you? You give a 101 year old lady on a walker three straight shots to the yeah. face as hard as you can. 101 years old. She's standing there like what, bitch? 101. What? 101. 101. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine those boys? Yeah. <laughs> they see that video right. on the news. You may not be caught yet, but you're probably like so ashamed of yourself from everybody making fun of you. Like you, you couldn't even take the old lady down. You just <laughs> bitch ass motherfucker. <laughs> you are a bitch. <laughs> and that's all the way I have to say about that. <laughs> I bet you I could knock out a 101-year-old lady. Uh. <laughs> Not that I would ever try, but I bet you I can. I think I have the ability. Yeah. You think you can knock out a 101-year-old lady? Not that one. Not, <laughs> Not I and Mike. Yeah. She doesn't have... She's got a She's got a jaw on her. Let me tell you. Well, she grew up in Queens. Oh, she's from Queens. Yeah, there we go. That's oh. why she was so strong. That's why. <laughs> her name was Rose. The next thing I knew, I had a big bang on the side of my face. She suffered a fractured cheekbone, so apparently she took some damage from yeah. this shit, but she suffered a fractured... That's even more interesting. She got a fractured cheekbone, and she was fine. Oh, she fractured a cheekbone? She fractured a cheekbone. So the guy did definitely lay into her, huh? Yeah. Yeah. What a bitch. Yeah. She didn't go down. She didn't go down. She didn't go down. She didn't go down. She <laughs> that guy's a bitch. And then, he went, and then he went up the block after that, and he mugged an 85-year-old woman. We should get her and Mick to do a hardcore match. <laughs> <laughs> we should. <laughs> we should ask him. Get him back on the phone. <laughs> Want to call? We should call him. Patch him in. Three-way. Conference him in. And other news. <laughs> we have the... Uh, the Why do you keep pushing through everything so quick? We have like a half hour left and nothing to talk about. <laughs> That's what you think. We would. You got this list here. You don't want to talk about that list? Yeah, that'll last all five seconds. You don't want to talk about it? No. To be perfectly honest, I thought we were going to be talking to Mick Foley a lot longer. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's a busy man. He's in the hospital. He's doing some good deeds. He's I know. Visiting, he's visiting the I troops. assume everybody's in low life like me. <gasps> That's what he's doing. He's he was at a veterans hospital. Wait, he was at a hospital, yes. yes. A veterans hospital helping out. Yes. How many live listeners do we have? I don't know. I don't know how to find that I out. I don't know. Who cares? Play around with the buttons. I do. I'm here. I just wanted to, well, we have one live listener, but he's not on the radio. He's sitting, uh, you know, I don't know, it's not showing us. He's sitting in on the show. It's not showing us. Yeah, all right. Hello, Richard Jenny. Yeah. Yeah, oh, in other news, Richard Jenny. Oh, we have a celebrity that died. Yeah. Uh, nobody had him. I doubt anybody had him, unless one of you out there, uh, had him on your list. We gotta get, we, we gotta get one of those, like, sound effects. You know, like, celebrity death pool, like, update, you know what I mean? <laughs> celebrity death pool update. <laughs> event yeah, when they did the triangle. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? Everybody's listening to like just stupid sound effects and I'm making over a phone right now. Like, no, I don't I have any idea what you're talking about. Every time a celebrity dies, we, we'll, we'll play it. Yeah, we're gonna, I'm going to make one. Okay. I'm going to make one. <laughs> but yeah, Richard Jenny, if you know who he is, uh, he's actually a comedian, pretty famous guy. He was in a couple shows, had a bunch of HBO stand-up specials and yeah, what not? Pretty funny guy. Really funny guy. Pretty funny guy, I think. Uh, it's, it's sad to see him go. Shot himself in the face. He did. Right square in the, in the face. It was an apparent suicide. Well, apparent. His girlfriend called it in. Yeah, and she said, my boyfriend shot himself in the face. Right. <laughs> Just like that. Right. In quotations. Right. I guess, I guess she was there to see it, right? That's what it sounds like. Maybe she shot him in the face because she's trying to cover it up. They're making it sound like he got to the hospital and he was still alive. He, they said he died at the hospital. Maybe it was an accident. That's why it's an apparent suicide, not a suicide yet. An apparent suicide. That's what I said. Well, apparently means something. It appears that somebody did it. It appears, but it's not known. Right. Yeah. I guess. He died under Is this what the sh- circumstances. Is it? Tommy, once again, 
You don't they have can't a hear you. I'm feeding you one. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. In the playback, we probably will be able to hear him ever so slightly and gently. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's 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 pretty sad. Forty-five years old, Richard Jenny. Yeah. Shit happens. But Does that and, mean? Does that mean? That's yeah, not mean. I liked Richard Jenny. I don't, I don't, personally, I didn't know him. He's a fellow New Yorker. Yeah. 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 So once again, information I didn't know. Brooklyn. Oh. Wow. <laughs> I'm just as interesting now, interested now as I was uh, five minutes ago. All right. Well, anyway. In other news. <laughs> yeah, that's it. 300. Uh, top uh, top uh, movie in the box. It's a box of 70 million. It's first weekend. Who cares? That's a big. That's a big open. No, that is a pretty big open. Pretty big. It's huge. Okay. I think that's. I think it's got to have broken some records. But in the movie, no. What? Not even close. You don't think so? No. 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 Get out of here. Hundred and something is the is the record by Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, the opening weekend. But hundred and thirty something. That's a good. Week. That's an open. That's good a, opening. It's a strong opening. But you know what? Seventy million. Uh, it's first weekend. You know what? I don't know a single goddamn person that's seen this fucking movie. Me neither. <laughs> I don't know anybody. You said that honestly. Nobody, nobody I know. Yeah. I know. It's so funny because every time we talk about it, me and my friends, it's like. You go see uh, 300? No, but I want to see it really bad. Yeah. Nobody anybody see it? No, but everybody else I know wants to see it really, really bad. bad. <laughs> you know, and I'm friends with a lot of movie whores, too. Yeah. Like they make sure, like, they go to the opening nights of movies and we stuff like that. We went to the opening night of Rocky. <laughs> we did go. That was an experience and a half, though. That, was, that wasn't, that wasn't for, for the, the purpose of the movie. That was just an experience and a half. <laughs> it really was. It really, really was. We went for the experience more than we went for the movie. Hey, if anybody has seen this movie, could you please call in with a goddamn review? Anybody out there? What's the number? I don't know our number. What's our number? But dude, this is the seventeenth show. Six four six nine one five nine eight zero nine. Give us a call. Let us know what up. Oh, you knew the number. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I pay attention to our show. <laughs> is that what you do? No. Yeah, not so really. If, if you if you've seen the movie, could you just call in with a review? Was it good? Was it bad? Was it ugly? <laughs> but it looks really, really good. The guy who did Sin City did this movie. Well, he's the one that wrote the Frank Miller. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah the he, one that wrote the book, and then he had a lot to say in the making of the two movies. Yeah, of course he did. Very interesting. Of course he did. Um. Oh, what's this? Oh, wait a minute. minute. Oh, what? Who wait a minute. Is, is, is this who I think it is? Seven nine eight five. Is this T A? Yeah, I saw that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, was lot, there was a lot of fighting and people died. <laughs> How many people? Three hundred. Three hundred people. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't go see it again. It was very upsetting. Very shattered. Very upsetting. Three hundred Spartans did they die? Yeah, they all fell off the cliff. <laughs> one guy, and one guy got stabbed. I think he saw the movie poster. I don't think he actually saw the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and they all fell off the cliff. Got a bump. <laughs> all right. That's great. He walked outside to make the phone call. I know, he did. <laughs> Just so we wouldn't know. And he was back in the living room. <laughs> Well, you asked for it. We got it. We got a, we got a review of the movie. It is. <laughs> now moving along again. Wow. <laughs> you're very fast-paced. Usually we're not able to get through all the topics. We leave something out. Now we're like really far ahead of yeah, schedule. we blew through topics. Do we suck now? <laughs> did we lose something? Yeah, Matt. <laughs> we did lose Matt. 
Yeah, but that's not what I asked. <laughs> I'm asking if we suck now. All right, well, just do the list. You got the list, dude, you know, it's material. I was going to do it, but I was asking you a question beforehand. It's nice to know how important my questions are. Do we suck? I, I don't know. You can't ask me. I'm biased. Somebody call in and let us oh, know. Oh, we got a new website. We didn't even let anybody know. That's your deal. You're the IT man. We got a new website. <laughs> so from now on, guys, uh, go check out uh, shockcomics.com. I'm going to go to it right now. There's nothing amazing about it. What do you mean? Of course there is. Oh, listen. Well, listen. This is, this, is what, this is what's great about it. What I basically did was I took everything that uh, we always tell you on the show, and I, we, all the links that we give out on the show, and I pretty much centralized it for everybody. So uh, you, can go to the, you can go to the page now. You get a link to our MySpace page, a link to our Blog Talk Radio page, and a link to our, our new Feed Burner page, which you can uh, you know, find all the little feeds to get our podcast and subscribe and all that good stuff. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and also, it is pretty. It's, it's cute. And you could uh, you could vote for us with one click of the mouse. Yeah, everything. I mean, once again, guys, we we know that a lot of you are listening. We also know that a lot of you are lazy. <laughs> we made it as easy for you as we possibly could. And uh, yeah, I mean, everything's right here. Shotcomics.com. Right for the taking. Yeah. <laughs> like he said. <laughs> and of course, eventually, shotcomics.com will expand. This is pretty much like a mini micro site of what the site This is, be. I mean, you've all seen the Coming Soon page already. Yeah. It's, it's a newer Coming Soon page. Yeah, a little more information. Keeps you up to date. We'll be changing the show notes weekly to, you know, let you know what's coming up and, and, and whatnot. we got the death pool standings. That's right. That, that, that we're working on the final details of that. Mm-hmm. To, so you can keep up with that. Uh, you know, be able to listen to us live, subscribe to us on iTunes, vote for us on Podcast Alley, go to the MySpace page. I mean, everything that you could possibly want is going to be there. That's right. And uh, oh, oh. except for uh, that's Georgia again. Is it Georgia? Let's yeah. See. Let's sleep. Hey, Georgia. Did your phone go hey. dead? Georgia, you're no, on um, my mind. No, I came into the grocery store and I had to make a stop at the restroom, and I didn't. I really didn't think you wanted me talking to you from the toilet. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> On the contrary, Joy. <laughs> On the contrary. <laughs> I'm sure that something interesting could have came out of that. <laughs> oh. I would have made you. No, I would have made you like slide the phone under the other person's stall, <laughs> no, and then go back no. and pick up your phone like a little bit later. No, that, that wouldn't have worked in there because the other toilet was clogged. Oh. I had one working commode. <laughs> we could have gotten some inside scoop. <laughs> where, where, are you, where are you guys located anyway, Georgia? Uh, Block Talk Radio itself is out of New York. Oh, and where, where are you out of? I'm in Maryland, and I was really cheesed off that Mick said that he was up in Hagerstown because that's only a few hours from me. I could have gone up there. Oh. You could have visited him in the hospital. I think, he, yeah. I think he's and, still there if you want to go. The book signing, I, couldn't, I can't get on the Walter Reed. You have to have him, um, unless they know you're coming and you're somebody special like Mick, uh, they won't let you on the base without a military ID. Oh, is that uh, what it is? Oh. Yeah, well, Walter Reed is the Army hospital up there, and Mick, Mick goes up there and visits them a lot. He wow. spends a lot of, at least once a month, I heard that he goes up there to see everybody. Wow, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. He is a good guy. He really is. That's really cool. I mean, he, he took a time out of his, you know, busy schedule while he was doing this already just to come on two dumb schmucks podcast. <laughs> give us a little bit of, uh, you know, a little jewel. He dropped a jewel. He did. He did. Yeah. <laughs> 
it was really nice of him to come do that. I mean, yeah, well, you, you know, so he probably knows that Sean Morley and um, Michael Mana have shows on, and they probably asked him about it. You know, you know what? We forgot to even ask him about that. I want, I meant to ask him about that. Val Venus, uh, who's another wrestler, mm-hmm. uh, just started up a show on uh, Blog Talk Radio as well. Maybe, yeah, really? maybe, maybe we'll we get him as a guest. He could pop his show. And uh, and uh, another wrestler, uh, Stephen Richards. Stephen yeah. Richards has a show now too, huh? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he's on TV tomorrow night. I, I can't wait to check out a show. It's a tech show of, uh, of all things. Really? Yeah, a tech show. By from Stephen Richards, it's unbelievable, right? If you if you guys want to see it, I've got I've got his test show. Uh oh, uh oh, we're losing Georgia. Uh-oh. Georgia, you going Just down? Oh. oh, wait, we lost her. We thought we lost her. Georgia, I'm here. Okay, okay. okay. we didn't lose you. <laughs> yeah, I had to move back over by the jelly beans. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you usually lose reception over by the jelly bean aisle. <laughs> Yeah, it just wasn't cutting it over by the oatmeal. Normally the Twizzlers is what fucks me up. <laughs> That's what, that messes up my, uh... So, so the, the, what were we saying about Stephen Richard's show? No, it, um, if you want it, I, I downloaded his test show before he deleted it. Oh, he deleted it. <laughs> yeah, you can email it to you guys if you want it. Just send me an email with where you want me to send it. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. Oh, nice. See, we got the inside scoop. And it's like, people fuck up and they try to take it away. Uh-uh. uh-uh. Well, we're going to get it. What? I was laughing at it because Danny Doring called in. Who? Danny Doring, he was another, he's another one of the wrestlers, oh. and they were trying to play it off that it wasn't Danny Doring, that it was somebody else. Well, which is, which is, which is uh, wrestling name? Danny Doring. Danny Doring. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I never heard of him. I'm but a pretty he, big wrestling he, fan. He was in the ECW for a while. He's doing some, like, indie circuit thing now. Okay. So he called up, and then they... Uh, I'm put, uh, we lose it, Georgia again. I think. I think. Did you buy the jelly beans, Georgia? Yes, I buy the jelly beans. All right. Well, Georgia's cutting in and out. So, while she gets her service back together and everything and whatnot, we'll try and move on a little bit. Um, I don't even know where to go. I'm spinning. Are you spinning? I'm spinning. Let's see if my head hurts. I'm spinning and I'm spinning. I don't want to say it so bad. You can I can't. Say it. I know it's banned. Why? The word. You could say it. I'm not saying it. You could say it. I'm not saying it. They said it on the I don't want to so. They're cartoons. I'm a real person. I don't want to friggin'. <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Ugh. Anyway. Yeah, it's banned anyway. It's illegal in New York. Do you know that? What? It's illegal in New York. The word is illegal in New York. Yeah, and for word. anybody who um, doesn't know what we're talking about, you know, it's the bad word for a black person. You're not allowed to say that anymore. It's illegal. What? <laughs> Employed? Oh, oh, my God! Tommy! Why would you repeat it after he said nobody heard him? Why would you repeat it and make it something that... Dude, I have black friends. <laughs> I love how that's what white people always say to, like, get themselves out of shit. Dude, I have black friends. Jimmy's unemployed, his wife. Exactly. <laughs> but I'm Sicilian, and you know what they say about those. They say we're mixed. Right. They say we're mixed. <laughs> no. So you can say it. Uh, if I'm allowed to say it? This, no. this show has gone to hell in a handbasket. It really has. <laughs> it really has. We've been so unfocused the past two weeks. We talk about coming back from a reeling blow. Oh. It's just, it's, yeah. Oh, thanks, Tommy. Thanks. 
<laughs> I'm here to get you back on track with racial slurs. Thanks, thanks. Uh, we got to get our studio set up soon. That's what we really got to do. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're in a transition phase now, and, uh, yeah, that's it. That's all, that's all I had to say. We're in a transition phase now. Bear with it, fuckers. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, you know what we, uh, no, we forgot to talk about? No, I don't know. You keep saying that every ten seconds. What? Give me a second. got to get to our, our little things here. You see, we can't have this dead air. This I is know. the problem. I know. But you know who we forgot to talk about, our boy? Who? Oh, oh the Notorious. Oh. 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 Yeah, I've seen the whole thing. I'm sicker than your average puppet. Oh, see, I'm all... <laughs> Wait, where is it? Where is it? Right here. They can't hear him. They can't Over hear him. Over the line! Well, just in case. Yeah, just in case they heard him. Just in case. <laughs> well, this, this past weekend was the 10th anniversary of the uh, passing of the notorious one. The, the glorious one. The notorious big. The V.I.G. <laughs> well, I have to say, I'm, I'm a little emotional. You're always emotional. I know, but this time I was real. <laughs> <laughs> They're real emotions. <laughs> Not the fake ones. <laughs> You, yeah, a, you cried real tears. I cried real tears. <laughs> I did. Salty sacks of sadness. <laughs> salty all, sacks. All over the place. I was bowling like a baby. I'll give you a salty sack. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> I was. I was upset. Oh. Uh, he's my favorite rapper. See, you don't like rap. You just don't even care. You just want to pop fun. No, I, I'm not. Uh, listen, I grew up with the big. You know what I mean? I did. I'm down. I'm down. You grew up with the big. I grew up with the big. Just by saying that, I know that you didn't. Yes, I did. I grew up with. Nobody calls him the big. The big, the big, the big, the big. I grew up with him. I did. I grew up with the, the old school hip hop. I hate you. Why? I did. Why? I did. I don't believe you. Everybody did. See, even Tommy's shaking his head. You didn't. Listen. Everybody did. Well, that's not true. I probably listened to a little bit more rock than I did uh, hip hop, but you know, I like the good. I like the good hip hop. I like the good hip hop, like the Wu Tang. <laughs> He's like, I like Vanilla Ice. <laughs> He's good. Criss Cross were my favorite at one time. Uh, you know, talk about ruining a subject. No, the, the old school classic hip hop. You should be shot. You should the old school classic hip hop. You should be shot in the drive-by. Agreed. That's when they shot him with a shotgun. <laughs> How much time do we have left on this <laughs> screen record show? Oh, four minutes. <laughs> this is sad. I guess we should, we should start closing out the show. What do, don't even say that, because when you say that, it's like, all right, that's the show. We're done. Bye. I mean, what do you have to do to close out? Well, we got to say, you know, our, our closing statements that we usually say at every Closing end. statements. Sorry if we bored you to death this week. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it was a good show. No, it was a good show. Always, it's always a good show when you got us on the air. Come on now. That's right. We may, we may pick at ourselves a little bit, and like Adam's picking his nose right now, but besides that... I had an itch! Yeah, an itch. That's what everybody always says. I had an itch! that requires you to stick half of your pinky up your nose? It was my pinky. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's after the tip, it's bone. You know that, you know that right? And you can't itch that, even if... I had an itch. You're so full of shit. I had an itch. Then why did you pull out like like you were using like finger pliers? No, I did not. I stuck one pinky in there for a quick hot second. Yeah, for a quick hot second to scratch the right. We're choking to death here. We're dying. We're dying. Tommy's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 100% right. I couldn't agree more. 
Jordan, if you stick your pinky in your nose, is that picking your nose? Thanks. <laughs> now that's now that that's settled. Now that's squared away. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Adam's got an ongoing plumbing problem. He's yeah. got a small dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We went, almost went an hour today with only one gay reference to Adam. Oh, the show is... You know what, seriously, that's why I think the show's not as good anymore. We're so focused on Matt not being here no more that I don't make fun of you. Oh, is that what's happening? I think that's what it is. I think that's, that's largely what made this... I think that's what largely made the, uh, the, the show popular, was me tearing into your ass. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, that wasn't it. That was figuratively, figuratively that, speaking, of course. That wasn't a gay statement. <laughs> oh, you want to tear into my ass, Jimmy? Do you? <laughs> he's blatantly gay. That's because every time we do the show, you know, he's sitting next to me. He sits pretty close to me. I, I see what he, see the way he looks at me. Tommy, please say loudly. <laughs> Adam's trying to, to to say that I try to pull gay shit on him. <laughs> No, you're clearly the same. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's your boy. That's I don't know him. him. You don't know him. He's like, yeah, you just let strangers into your apartment? No. No, I just walked in. I was, in I was taking a nap. He walked downstairs. I walked in and I saw half your dad sticking out from underneath the sink. <laughs> he jumped like a little girl when he saw me sitting on his couch. Listen, they can't hear you. <laughs> That's why I turned the phone towards him in the hope that they do. <laughs> Your yeah, right. <laughs> fucking blowhorn works. They hear us. Oh, uh, here we go again. My blowhorn. <laughs> He's infatuated with 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 sucking cock and taking it in the rear. All right. Well, I think it's time we close up the show. <laughs> and on that note. Yeah. On that note. On that. Uh, well, thank you everybody for uh, tuning in this week. Uh, yeah. Thanks everybody for the support and the messages and everything that you gave us over the course of the week with the you know new changes coming up in the show and. And on the site and everything, you know, we really appreciate it. A lot of people really did get in touch with us and let us know what they, how they really feel about the show and all of that stuff. It was really cool. Yeah, we're sorry we couldn't get to all the phone calls before when Mick was on the line. Yeah, you know, phone calls were blowing up. It was blowing up, and and we were trying to give you know Mick the respect of uh, you know discussing what he wanted to discuss. And uh, just another reminder: the Hardcore Diaries by Mick Foley is on sale now. You can get it pretty much any place that sells books. All right. That's uh, right, guys. And that's that's it for this week's uh, Shaw Comics Radio Hour. We hope you enjoyed yourselves. And uh, Georgia, Georgia, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. We're closing out the show. Uh, hello. <laughs> Goddamn jelly beans! <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're uh, closing the show. Jelly beans. <laughs> 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 no, actually, it looked like a pet scene. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. And uh, check out shockcomics.com. Send us a friend request on MySpace. Uh, MySpace.com forward slash shockcomics. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. You know what? I want Georgia, if we're going to have a, a Shock Comics man of the year, I want Georgia to be the Shock Comics woman of the year. Oh, well, thank you. She's dedicated enough to call in the beginning of the show and stay on the phone while she was shopping, going to the bathroom, <laughs> and all of that stuff just to listen to our show. She has that is dedication. So that, that is, Georgia is the Shock Comics woman of the year. <laughs> and there is nobody in any way, shape, or form that could take that place. That's right. And Georgia, Georgia, Georgia is the one who is responsible for getting us on the, uh, on the homepage of Block Talk Radio. 
She's the one with all the pull. Over the credentials there. just keep on coming. That's right. So thank you, Georgia, and, and thank uh, you, everybody else. Yeah, thank you, Mick Foley, once again for calling in and uh, being our first huge, huge guest. I can't say that because what's her name was was one of our bigger guests too. The anal bleaching lady. Yeah, the anal bleaching lady. <laughs> what's her name? Cindy Thorne. Cindy Thorne. Cindy yeah, Thorne. Cindy Thorne. She was a huge, huge. Shout guest out to us. Cindy Thorne and her anal bleach. All right, guys. All right. See you next week. We're out of here, guys. Thanks a lot. Detroit players, Tim's for my hooligans in Brooklyn, dead right, if they head right, Biggie there, air night, Papa been fooled since days of under rules, never lose, never choose to, bruise, cruise who, do something to us, talk goes through us, girls walk to us, wanna do us, screw us, who us, yeah, Papa and Pump, close like Starsky and Hutch, stick to clutch, yeah, I squeeze three at your cherry M3, bang every MC easily, recently, niggas frontin' ain't sayin' nothing, so I just speak. My peace, Come keep on my now. peace. Cubans with the Jesus peace, Thank with you, my peace. Packing, asking who want it. You got it, nigga, flaunt it. That Brooklyn bullshit, we on it. Biggie, biggie, To DKNY, uh-huh. Miami, DC, preferred Versace. Mm-hmm. Right. All Philly hoes know it's Moschino. Every cutie with the booty for the coochie. Now who's the real dookie? Meaning who's really the shit? Them niggas ride dick. Frank White push the sick or the Lex. LX, four and a half. Bulletproof glass tits if I want some ass. Gonna blast, squeeze first. Ask questions last. That's how most of these so called gangsters pass. At last, a nigga rapping about blunts and broads, tits and broads, menage a trois, sex and expensive cars. I still leave you on the pavement. Condo paid for, no car payment. At my arraignment, no for the plaintiff. The daughter's tied up in the Brooklyn basement. Face it, not guilty. That's how I stay too. Richer than richer. So you niggas come and get me.